What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. I hate that shot. Hold on. There. I just hate that shot. Oh, God. I hate the, the, with the periscope. I hate the all the video feeds. I just like the radio. That's what I like. I like the radio, but everybody says you got to do the periscope. Okay, great. Uh, all right, it's Rob Zagari, Rob Zagari Show. We are live here on iHeartRadio. We are here live on Blog Talk Radio. We are live here on Spreaker.com. So those are all the places that you can listen to us live. And then, of course, after the show's over, you go to iTunes and Spreaker uh, and, of course, uh, Blog Talk and iHeartRadio for the rebroadcast. So, all right, that's out of the way. Uh, where do we begin? That's the question. Where do we begin? Obamacare, through the roof. Through the roof. We talked about this, what, five, six months ago? And I equated it uh, to the assault weapons uh, ban. Remember the assault weapons ban? Remember, that was a big deal for Clinton. Big deal. Assault weapons ban. But it ran out in 10 years. It ran out in 10 years. So it made all the Democrats, all the liberals, all the progressives, warm and fuzzy uh, for 10 years. And, of course, uh, you had uh, the enhanced uh, prison terms and so forth and so on, that we're able uh, to get Republicans on board. But at the end of the day, the out was the bill expiring in 10 years. That was the out. Well, Obamacare was basically... The assault weapons ban. It was something that he needed to pass. He he, he had to make this be the signature piece of legislation. And everybody knew it was going to be bad. Everybody knew it was going to jack rates up. Everybody knew you were going to lose your health care as far as Blue Cross Blue Shield, Anthem, Kaiser Permanente, whoever. Everybody knew that. And when I say everybody, Washington, the people that 
passed this bill. Democrats, Republicans who didn't put up enough of a fight, everybody knew it. Everybody knew it. But here was the out. The bill would not start to unravel until the final year of Obama's presidency. Hell, the final three months of his presidency. So this bill was crafted where there was an out clause for Blue Cross Blue Shield, Anthem. All these companies had an out. They just had to stay in there for seven years. That's basically it. And here we are coming up on the eighth year, the final two, three months of Obama's presidency, and everybody's able to opt out. And that's what everybody's doing. Everybody's able to jack up the premiums. People are losing their doctors. They're losing their original insurance. If you're out here in California, you actually are going to catch a break. Because the premiums aren't going to go up 20 or 25%. They're only scheduled to go up something like 15 to 17%. Woo! But if you got Anthem or Aetna, actually, I think it's Aetna. They're, they're gone. They're gone. They're out of here. So now this entire boondoggle is being exposed. Being exposed. And people like Sarah Palin are proven right. I know it's got to just completely... The left's got to be losing their minds out of all the people that are actually right. It's Sarah Palin. Because everything that Loon said seven years ago, however, I mean, you know, <laughs> back in what, 07? Everything that Loon said is turning out to be a thousand percent accurate. Thousand percent accurate, and I remember all the liberals. No, that they're they're just scared. These are scare tactics. You're going to be able to keep your insurance. Your premiums aren't going to go. And listen, I told you guys the story. I'm not going to go through it again because those of you who listen to the show will be switching the dial. But I told you, I never paid attention to the. Obamacare, open enrollment, insurance, thingy-ma-bob. I worked for someone. I was covered by that company. I was also a liberal then. 
So I just sat there and went, ah, they're, they're, the Republicans are crazy. They're making things up, blah, blah, blah. And it wasn't until my girlfriend got pregnant. wasn't until I no longer worked for the company that I was working for. And I had to go out and get insurance. And when I went out to get insurance, they said, you can't buy insurance right now. You have to wait until open enrollment. I said, but I don't want Obamacare. I make too much money for Obamacare. This is the one time where I'm, you know, happy I don't qualify for something that will get me a D. I'm happy. I make too much money. And they said, it doesn't matter. You still got to wait. So I've been going through doctor's appointments with my girlfriend, laying out a thousand here, 700 here, 400 there. Probably laid out five grand, which I shouldn't have had to have. Should have had Blue Cross Blue Shield. So that kind of smartened me up, kind of sobered me up to the whole thing. And I got Republican friends that said, gee, stupid, where have you been? Where the hell have you been? We've been dealing with this while you were uh, uh, having your, 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 your insurance covered by uh, that company, and you were spouting liberal doctrine. I said, I know. I know. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. I messed up. So now everybody's going, oh, my God, this is horrible. And if there was a better candidate, if it wasn't Donald Trump, a Republican would be able to take advantage of it. This whole notion, and I'm going to say this again, this whole notion that any other Republican candidate would be winning by 10 or 15 points, straight-up fantasy. Straight-up fantasy. Well, look, when, when you do these hypothetical polls, fantasy. Absolute fantasy. You think the media... You think the media... Donald Trump and it was say Ted Cruz or Jeb Bush you think the media was going to turn on Hillary Clinton you think the media who's eating dinner at John Podesta's house CBS, ABC CNN you think they we're going to turn on Hillary Clinton. Don't you guys get it? Eight years of the black guy, and now we're going to have four years of the woman. I'm not saying that's a foregone conclusion. I'm saying what they were saying four, five, six years ago. I told you, the media, the Democrats, they've been planning this since 2000. 
since 2000, when they got screwed, when they got screwed out of that election, they got themselves together and they said, no more. This will never happen to us ever again. Please, this Obamacare stuff has been known for a year. It's been known for two years. Premiums have been going up. This didn't just happen today. This quagmire in Iraq has been happening. It didn't just happen in the last month or two. All these children getting slaughtered in Aleppo hasn't just happened in the last month or two. This has been happening. The media has been burying it. They've been doing everything that they could to take your eyes off of these issues. Don't tell me, oh, if we would have just had a different candidate, we'd be destroying Hillary Clinton. No, it doesn't work like that. One thing, the Republican Party, my party, they destroyed themselves long before Donald Trump came along. You got to remember, Year after year after year, they told anywhere between 10 and, say, 20 million people, if you just give us A, B, and C, we will give you the world. And then they're given that. And they don't deliver the world. They don't even deliver a state. They deliver a a county full of lead water. That's what they deliver. And they tell them to drink up. And then a few years later, those same people say, give us A, B, and C, and this time, trust us. We're going to give you the world. And then those 10, 15, 20 million people get suckered in again and they go okay and they get nothing with the world they get a bunch of dirty water and this keeps on going this keeps on going It, it, it never ends. It never ends. I mean, we could go back to Bob Dole. But let's just go with McCain. Let's just go with McCain. Here, 10, 15, 20 million people. We're going to give you McCain. You're going to vote for him and Sarah Palin. And we're going to give you the world. Okay. Lose. 
2010. You're you're going to vote for all these people, and we're going to give you the world. Okay. Now, Republicans do nothing. 2014. All right, listen. All right, here we go. You're going to vote for Romney, and you're going to vote for all these people and all these seats, and then we're going to give you the world. Uh, okay. Nothing. So for all these people that are going, if we would have just had someone else besides Trump, how you still would have needed the 10 to 15 to 20 million people that you've sold coal to for the past 15 or 20 years. You would have still needed those people. You would have still needed those people. And those people were done getting burned. Those people were done voting for a Jeb Bush 3.0. They were done voting for Marco Rubio. They were done. You could only cry wolf so many times. So for all the people on the right, all my pals, all my never-Trumpers, this concept of anybody but Trump, we'd be winning, we'd be ready to take the what? BS. Absolute BS. You want to talk about the perfect, absolutely perfect storm. And it would never have happened. It would never have happened. Absolutely would never have happened. You would have had to have bamboozled the 10 to 15 to 20 million people for a, what, sixth time. So you would have had to bamboozle them for like a sixth time. You would have had to have had the media go... Yeah, you know what? We are all diehard liberals. We, we, we are just shills beyond shills. And we all desperately want a woman to be president. But you know what? Nah. We're going to go completely against who we are. Never, it, 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 this perfect storm wouldn't have happened. Yeah, Andrea Mitchell. Andrea Mitchell, the MSNBC reporter. Andrea Mitchell, wife of Alan Greenspan. Andrea Mitchell, who emails Colin Powell and says, Donald Trump is, is awful. Andrea Mitchell, who gets fed questions from Hillary Clinton's campaign. They, they literally show her their phone that has a question to ask. And then Andrea Mitchell asks Hillary Clinton the question. You would have had to have Andrea Mitchell all of a sudden go, yeah, I really like Ted Cruz. Get the F out of here. 
Get out of here, you delusional retards. And I said it, retards, okay? You delusional, never-Trumper retards. You Bill Crystal idol retards. You Eric Erickson, Ben Shapiro retards. You Megan McCain, give me another Twinkie retards. Sure. Andrea Mitchell have been just, just, woo, give me Ted Cruz, woo. Chris Matthews would have been all about Ted Cruz, man. George Stephanopoulos would have been all about, all about Marco Rubio. Oh, hell yeah. I laid this out for you guys before. Whether you want to admit it or not, Ted Cruz had an infidelity problem. Ted Cruz had a legitimate infidelity problem. Talk about women coming forward going, I was sexually assaulted by Donald Trump. I had an affair with Ted Cruz. I had an affair with Ted Cruz. And Marco Rubio had a gay porn problem. Not him performing in gay porn, but his best friend being involved with a gay porn site. And rather he just rented his house to a gay porn company. These are things that would have been over and 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 over again. You really think ABC and NBC and CBS and CNN would have been sitting there every night talking about WikiLeaks? And you don't even know if WikiLeaks would have been leaked. Because remember, according to Clinton, according to Never Trumpers, this was a Putin, Julian Assange plan to get Donald Trump elected. So, according to Clinton... And according to Eric Erickson and Glenn Beck and the Never Trump crew, this whole WikiLeaks thing was to get Donald Trump elected. So if Donald Trump was not running, there's no Putin love fest. Putin, Julia Assange, Donald Trump love fest. So what's to say all of these WikiLeaks would have been leaked? You never Trumpers are are beautiful in the sense of saying, well, take Donald Trump out of the situation right now and put Jeb Bush in his place. We'd be winning. You can't do that. It's kind of like during the primaries. 
when Kasich would say, look, if I ran against Hillary, I'd be beating her right now. Donald Trump runs against Hillary. He loses. Ted Cruz runs against Hillary. He loses. I win. Yeah, but stupid. You don't get the votes from the people you need to get the votes from right now. And you can't play this alternate universe and pretend the primaries don't exist and you're just going to automatically leapfrog into the general. It's not how it works. Just like all the never Trumpers can't pretend that everything that's going on right now would still be going on. And all you'd have to do is remove Trump from the picture and insert Marco Rubio and voila, you can't do that. You can't automatically assume that there'd be WikiLeaks, that the media would all of a sudden roll over and go, we want Rubio, we want Rubio. And then Rubio would be perfectly clean. Nothing would come out about Marco Rubio, the altar boy would exist for five months. And ultimately, it would be a landslide because the 10 to 15 to 20 million Trump people that are diehard, you know, the 20, 25,000 that show up to rallies would be that enthused about Marco Rubio. It's preposterous. It's preposterous. It somehow just tries to make the never-Trumpers Feel better inside. Feel better inside that they were part of sabotaging the Trump campaign. And I'm not saying that if it wasn't for them, oh, Trump would be winning. I'm not saying that. Trump has done enough things that play into where we are today. Now, remember, I don't believe the 11, 12, 13% in polls. Don't believe it. Don't believe that. I believe it's a lot closer. But if Trump didn't play into a lot of his own problems, and then you have the never-Trumpers, that are not never Trumpers. They all just bit their tongue, just like all of us bit our tongue with McCain and Romney. Then I do believe Trump would be legitimately up right now. Cruising into a victory. Not having this nail-biter that we're going through. But everybody knows, in this day and age, when it comes to these presidential elections, our country is so divided that every vote really does matter. 
at least in the swing states. Not so much in California, New York, and Texas. Those five, six, seven swing states, every vote matters. And by and large, even votes in California and Texas matter because the people in Ohio and people in Florida, they see that enthusiasm. They see that excitement. And then they want to be part of it. So in this day and age, every vote counts. Every opinion counts. Having everybody on board counts. Everybody on board counts. Because for every person that's not on board, think about this. For every person that's not on board, they can influence 10, 15, 20 people. You know, when I hear Cheeto face Glenn Beck go, oh, if I was such influence, if I could influence an election, why the hell would Ted Cruz have lost? That, that, that's not what we're talking about. But if you take Glenn Beck and you take Eric Erickson, SC Cup, and you take Bill Crystal, you take the, the, the National Review, if you take all of those people as a whole, if you take all of those people at Ben Shapiro, that little prick, if you take all those people as a whole, then yeah, you could be talking about half a million people. Not one of them can influence an outcome, but as a whole, sure, 100%. If you take every single one of those never-Trumpers, I mean, just take a look at the primaries. Trump still won. But the never Trump movement kept Cruz and kept Kasich hanging in there long enough. The only reason those people hung in there was because the never Trumpers gave them hope. If there was no never Trumpers, Cruz and Kasich would have dropped out a month, a month and a half before. We talked about that. How Trump was steamrolling in any other primary, everybody would have cleared the way. Everybody would have got out. Everybody would have went, well, I'm drawing 200 people for a rally. He's drawing 20,000 people for a rally. Romney would have been in the same position as Trump was. Same horn never got out. If two or three guys never got out against Romney, Romney would have been going through the exact same thing. Because you had a group of Gingrich people that were with Gingrich to the end. And they said, all right, new. However long you're in it, I'm with you. 
and Romney would have never percentage that he won't get it if Newt stayed in to the bitter end. But there were no uh, never Romney campaigns. So Newt and Santorum did what you're supposed to do. When you're mathematically eliminated, when you're mathematically eliminated, or you're close to being mathematically eliminated, and when you look at the map, winning requires you to win every single state by more than 65%. When that's painted to you, you get out. But Cruz and Kasich never did it. Why? Because the Never Trump crew was there. The Never Trump crew enabled and gave some bizarre quasi-hope to Kasich and Cruz. So it's the same thing in the general. If you're giving a small group of people this quasi-reason to still put up a fight, you factor that in with Trump causing some of his own stumbles. You factor that in with the media. And not doing a three-on-one battle. And if you could get over, if you could get over the media hump, and you could get over your own screw-ups, you got to deal with the never-Trump a-holes. And that's where we are. And now the Never Trump a-holes, if you put on Hugh Hewitt's, if you put on Megan McCain's, if you put on uh, Bill Crystal's, if you, if you put on uh, Glenn Beck's, they're now telling everybody it's over. They're now telling all the Republicans it's over. Trump's finished. We now need to prepare for a Republican Party after Trump. And I've said this before, I'll say it again. And I know other people have said this. Democrats do not do to their nominees what Republicans do to theirs. Horrible is Hillary Clinton is every single one of those Democrats are biting their tongue and they're going along with the program. And if they don't like her, 
They're not saying it in public. They're not saying it off the record. They're just pretending she doesn't exist. They are staying out of the political press and the line of fire. That's what they're doing. Are straight up looking unbelievably silly like Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth Warren has a history, has a history of calling out Hillary Clinton. From when she was the first lady. And as Elizabeth Warren was a, 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 a professor. To these last couple years. And yet, what do you see? Elizabeth Warren. Hillary Clinton, she's a fighter. She's a runner. Wow. And that's something. Instead, with the Republicans, got Ben Sapp. Donald Trump, he's an a-hole. It's insane. I told you guys yesterday how easy it would be bold Republicans when they're like, so are you going to support Donald Trump? Do you support the things that Donald Trump has said about women? Do you talk about how do you look at your kids? Around? Whoa, 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 whoa. Time out, Wolf. Time out. Time out. Do I agree with everything Donald Trump says? No. Do I agree with things that he said about women? No. When my young daughters go, Daddy, Daddy, are you supporting the bad man, Donald Trump? Talk to my daughters and I say, listen, daughters, these things that Donald Trump said are wrong. These things Donald Trump did are bad. But pale in comparison to what Hillary Clinton has done In the past 30 years. You want to know something, daughters? What, daddy? Hillary Clinton was responsible for the death. For the death. The death. Death. Let me show you something, daughters. See this? My God, daddy, those are are people dragging a man through the street and sticking sticks in in his bum. Yeah, and guess what? Hillary's responsible for that. Oh, my God, Daddy. So guess what, Wolf? You're right. Donald Trump is very rough on the edges, and he said some really, really, really horrible things on numerous occasions. And I don't condone any of that. But guess what? He's never been responsible for any of our uh, dignitaries, any of our ambassadors, anybody like that, to being dragged through the streets, having sticks poked in their rectums, lit on fire, and tortured for hours on end. So guess what? I'll take the rough and rugged bump over that does that to one of our ambassadors. And I 
daughter. And guess what, Wolf? At the end of the day, my daughters looked at me and said, you know what, Daddy, you're right. There. That's all the the Republicans would have had to have done. That's all the principled Republicans would have had to do. That's all they would have had to have done. And they would have shut down Wolf Blitzer in two seconds. Instead, they did what Democrats don't do, which is eat their own. Democrats don't eat their own. End of story. They don't eat their own. They're still up there talking about how Obamacare is awesome. (laughs) Obamacare is a disaster. And, And they won't admit it. They won't admit it. They will not admit it. Think about those ads that Obama ran against Hillary Clinton that basically said she was horrible. You don't see the media putting them on a 24-hour news cycle, but they sure play all the videos of different Republicans saying Donald Trump is horrible. I heard Bernie come out yesterday and say, well, you know, if somebody hacked into the emails that me and my staff had, there you would probably see a lot of awful and horrible things that we said about Hillary Clinton and her staff. That's a campaign. Hey, I'm telling you, Democrats, after 2000, they got together and said, we will never ever lose again. We will A, control the media and every aspect of the media. I mean, I mean guys, you seen the story yesterday. You, you, you seen the story yesterday where the boss or our boss Facebook basically said he's Beyond excited, Hillary Clinton becomes president. President so bad. You know, the information highway to a billion plus people. The company that has Republicans being portrayed in a bad light. This is the CEO, Carol Sandberg. Thing I, I can't wait. Can't wait for Hillary Clinton president. I mean, all those WikiLeak emails showed her and Podesta communicating back and forth. I mean, that's troubling. I I mean, you know, I I beat this drum over and over again. I beat this drum over and over again. We're never, ever going to 
win unless we control media. Billion dollars? Like AT&T can for Time Warner? Unless the Koch brothers can pony up $86 million? And that shows you that these companies are up for sale. Shows you Twitter's up for sale. So until we purchase a Time Warner, those things we're doomed. We're doomed. Till we do those and purge our party. From the people like the Ben Sass, Mike Lee, this a-hole. I mean, we're going to wind up losing Utah, not because Clinton is awesome candidate, but because Mormon country, the magic underpants country. And you got Mitt Romney and Mark Lee and Glenn Beck and the little Mormon stooges on the show promoting this, this Evan, whatever his name is, the other magic pants guy. He's like another Lynn's Graham. A guy, I, I think the guy's like 40-something years old or 30-something years old, never been married, no girlfriend. Mormon Come on Please There's red flags all over that dude This is creepo Ben Sass well, They're all creepos This guy's gonna wind This guy's gonna wind up winning Utah So until we Control the media and I said before, and it's not the, uh, uh, let's pay nine ninety nine for an over the top, uh, uh, you know, system. I, I seen uh, uh, what's his name there, uh, my pal Levin, Mark Levin. His little Levin TV got hooked up with one of these, uh, uh, you know, internet things. I don't know what that is. Uh, uh, a new. Uh, a new conservative network. Yeah, it's on the internet. There's no influence. Listen, you're on the internet and you're doing a conservative network. The only people that are coming to it are other conservatives. Your 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 base. That's it. It's the only people that are coming. It's not like CNN where you're sitting in the airport and you're like, oh, wow, I'm looking at CNN right now. In order to to, to, to go on one of these things, you got to go online. You're not reaching someone like my dad. You're not reaching some 78-year-old guy sitting in his Barca lounger looking at CNN or MSNBC or Fox for News. Yeah, I reach any of that. And Fox, they they might as well be a a, a, a liberal 
station, aside from Sean Hannity, wait, Megan Kelly? There's another one. She's supposed to be on our side. She's supposed to she's supposed to be on our side. But she's not. She attacks us at every turn. And when someone goes, that's because she's a real journalist. No, just stop. Just stop. There, there is no real journalist. Okay? You're either on the left or you're on the right. That's it. Stop. And then there's rumors that, uh, that Zucker is going to go from CNN to Fox. He's going he's gonna to go run the, 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 the news division. He's going to leave. Because the, the Murdoch boys, they love him. They, they want to they rub him all over his, their chest. I told you, Murdoch, they're not conservatives. They're not Republicans. It's, just, it's insane. It's insane. It really is. It's insane. Absolutely insane. Absolutely insane. Got to control the media. Can't eat our young. When there's going to have to be a bridge to divide. There's going to have to be a bridge to divide. Because should Trump lose this election, the only way Republicans... Like the Ben Sass, Ted Cruz. The only way these people are going, and, and, and let me just throw this out there, as we are talking about the right way to go about endorsing Trump and the whole principles thing. Look at Ted Cruz, for an example. Ted Cruz still, yes, It took him a while, but he eventually came out for Trump. And while all this stuff has been going on, you haven't heard him come out and say, I'm against Trump, Trump, my principle. He stayed under the radar. He's doing what Democrats do. He's like, I don't really have anything good to say, but I'm not going to go out there and badmouth. I'm not going to go out there and run down someone from my own party. That's retarded. No matter how much I disagree with them. No matter how much it's against my principles. I mean, I will give Mark Levin credit. He's at least said, hey, you know what? At the end of the day, I despise Hillary Clinton. I I don't necessarily like Donald Trump. He's not a conservative. But I despise Hillary Clinton. And I'm not going to do what the never Trumpers are doing. I'm, I'm not going to go against my own party. I'm, I, Democrats don't do it. Even those retarded Bernie Sanders supporters who are all like, yeah, we're getting behind Hillary. Those idiots. After all said and done, like, gotta get behind Hillary. Why? Well, she's a Democrat. He's a Democrat. That's the 
you do. That's why this bridge, I don't see it ever mending. I don't. I, I don't see this bridge ever mending. Because these never-Trumpers who are talking on the radio about how to purge the Republican Party after Trump loses, that they, they need these 10 or 15 million people, 20 million. They need them. They need them, and they're not, and, and not going to get them by saying, all right, we did the Trump experiment. Now you're going to go back and vote for our people. Yeah, but you didn't support our person. Well, that's all right, but no, it's not all right. It's not all right. It's absolutely not all right. Absolutely not all right. And I'll tell you this. Before we go to our our, our first break, and maybe we'll talk about this when we come back, okay? Imagine this. I'll say it. You know what? Let's talk about when we come back. Let's talk about when we come back. Let's talk about... If Trump loses, and what's going to happen after? Let's talk about if, and I still don't believe it's going to happen. I, I think there's going to be a big shock to a lot of people come Election Day. But let's take a break, and when we come back, I want to talk about what's going to happen if Trump loses and this delusional concept by the never Trumpers that Trump is going to fade off into the sunset and never be heard from again. So when we come back, it's Baked Alaska here, not me, Baked Alaska, it's Baked Alaska up on the uh, radio feed here, uh, build the wall, make it 10 feet higher. We'll be right back. It's me, Rob Scary, the Rob Scary Show. Don't go away. Yeah. Uh. Build the wall, it just got 10 feet higher. Build the wall, it just got 10 feet strong. Build the wall, it just got 10 feet higher. And build and build and build and just build the America great I just want to have a 
It's Rob's Gary Show. That is Baked Alaska. If you don't have, um, if you haven't had the privilege to listen to other Baked Alaska tunes, uh, find them on Twitter. Find them uh, on YouTube. It's Baked Alaska. Okay? Baked. It's good stuff. He's got uh, Build the Wall. He's got uh, We Love the Cops. Good stuff. It's 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 good stuff. So check it out. All right, we are back here. It's uh, eight twenty-five on the West Coast, which means it's uh, eleven twenty-five on the East Coast. East Coast eleven twenty-five. I still have had people going. I didn't know you switched your times from morning. Until night, and I said yes. I'm not 100% happy with it. Um, we did it because my girlfriend is uh, pregnant. Yes, she is. She is pregnant, and we do a lot of stuff um, during the day doctor appointments, just. God, just things like that. And we were constantly missing shows. So we uh, moved the program tonight. And it's worked out, I guess. I mean, I still, sometimes we're at an appointment and it runs later. And uh, I, I mean, it still gets a little a pain in the ass, but it's that, I mean, it beats not doing the show because, um, you know, we're at a doctor's appointment and I'm, or I'm doing some Lamaze class or (laughs) something like that. Oh man. What a pain in the ass. All right. So uh, I'm, I've been sitting here and when I'm watching, um, CNN and I'm watching or I'm reading the New York Times and it's got, uh, you know, rather it's Charles Blow or uh, Ben Shapiro or any of these characters, big mouths on the left, big mouths on the right. They act as if this election cycle And what happened during this election cycle is like an anomaly. And once Trump loses, which they are all predicting he's done, it's over, it's finished, then he's going to um, vanish and never be heard from again. And then the Charles Blows and the Ben Shapiro's and the Bill Crystals and Sally Cohen's. Everybody can get back to politics as usual. And 
I don't see that happening. I don't see it. We've talked about it on the show before. I don't see it. Throughout the years, whoever nominee who lost was always pops back up. And that's somebody who's not Trump. But they always pop back up. I mean, we saw Mitt Romney. We've seen John McCain. Granted, McCain is a senator, but ultimately, whoever the nominee always makes the rounds. They always make the rounds. Hell, Romney, Romney made the rounds, if you think about it, for the last eight years. He ran in 08, lost to McCain, popped back up in 12, got the nomination, lost, popped back up, doing the whole never Trump thing. So this notion that Trump is going to take his 10, 15, 20 million people and just go home is ludicrous. It's absolutely ludicrous. And for Republicans to think they're going to be able to do anything as it pertains to the White House without those 10, 15, 20 million Trump people, they're delusional. They're absolutely delusional. Now, I'm going to throw something at you, because so far I've been pretty right for this past, what, year, year and a half? I've, I've, I've been pretty right as far as the primaries, as far as even the Trump network. I was calling that long before other people were calling it and long before The son-in-law was meeting with TV executives. Now, I'm pretty sure the Republican Party will do everything in their power to block or, hell, rewrite rules so that this Never happens again. So the Trump thing never happens again. Pretty sure if Trump loses, the Republican Party will come together and say, okay, we can never let this happen again. 
and and we have to make sure that should Trump decide, hmm, four years from now to make another run at this, we're able to say, no, 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 no. Nope, not this time. We're not letting you do it. We're not letting you do it. We're not letting you do it. Because remember, guys, somebody who ran for the presidency... Somebody who ran for the presidency can run again. It's not unheard of. Remember, there was talk of Mitt Romney doing it again. So this notion... That Trump can't run again, and this was all just, all right, now we move on. The Trump thing's over. Bye-bye. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. So the Republican Party is going to do everything in their power. To make sure, A, thing happens again with a different candidate. So they're going to make sure that the people who run in their primary are people that they approve. I mean, I've heard from the Levins and... Glenn Beck's, I've heard from different radio people, columnists, Bill Crystal, who said, hey, it's our party. We should be able to pick the nominees. Not necessarily, hey, this is who you're all going to vote for, but they should be able to say, We're not going to let this person run for the nomination of our party. We're not going to let this person be on the stage with these other candidates. It's our party. We don't want open primaries. We want closed primaries. We want more caucuses. We want to limit the process only registered Republicans. End of story. So if you take that concept and you take other concepts that have been thrown around 
the Republican Party is going to make sure that they never put themselves in a position to have another Donald Trump scenario and or Donald Trump running again. So now think about this concept. Think about this concept. So let's say Hillary wins. And it's close. But Hillary wins. And you have tens of millions of people that are beside themselves. They've been labeled racists. They've been labeled the deplorables. Because remember, it's not just Hillary. But it's the media. These millions of people watch late night TV without being mocked. They can't watch half hour shows, comedy shows without being mocked. They can't do anything without being mocked. So you're going to have tens of millions of people. That are going to have this huge chip on their shoulder. Because they just had this election ripped right out from them. Whether it was the Democrats' dirty tricks with their voter suppression. Sending out uh, paid protesters to fight with Trump supporters to make it look like. Trump supporters are invoking violence. The media having dinner parties and breakfast parties or whatever parties they're doing with the Clinton campaign. The media giving the Clinton campaign answers to debate questions. Guys, think about this. If Donna Brazil is giving the Clinton campaign questions for debates, why aren't other CNN, or, or, or I should say, why do you think that this is an isolated incident? Why is it kooky to think other CNN people are telling Hillary Clinton questions that are going to be asked during other debates. I mean, we all know that the media, the Clinton campaign, and CNN coordinated Endless stream of women coming out saying, Donald Trump groped me. Donald Trump, it was all predicated off of Anderson Cooper. As soon as Anderson Cooper said, so Donald Trump, Mr. Trump, you've never kissed a woman who didn't want to be, you've never touched. And as Trump was talking, Cooper kept going, wait a minute, so you've never done, you've never done that. You've never done that. It was obvious. It was a setup 
it's obvious he wanted Trump to say, no, I've never done that. It's obvious. Because every single woman that came out said, I decided to come out when I seen the debate and I seen Donald Trump tell Anderson Cooper I never kissed a girl of their permission. So that was set up. So you're going to have millions of people with these chips on their shoulders. They're going to be mad at the media. They're going to be mad at the Republican Party. They're going to be mad at Hillary Clinton. Think about this concept. You have Trump create a network, a real network, not an internet network. Okay? A real network. Because you can't fight the media with an internet network. That's not real counter-programming. The only way you do counter-programming is having a cable channel that's accessible as CNN or Fox or MSNBC or CNBC. Like I said, having it on the internet is doing nothing more than catering to the choir that you're already singing with. You're not going to stumble on a network on the internet because you have to pay. $10 a month. WWE Network has a million subscribers. But their free programming on USA Network has anywhere between 3 to 5 million people watching it. The money. B, has leverage. C, has the know-how. And D, has a built-in audience of people. My friends... Is a recipe for a legitimate cable channel. And if Oprah Winfrey can have a cable channel, Donald Trump can get a cable channel. Remember, Oprah Winfrey's channel is available on cable. You have to find it. It's buried in those channels that you don't normally go to, but it's there. Yeah, it's next to Fox, or it's not next to ABC, but it's there. 
It's in that area of USA Network and VH1. Trump has a bigger following, more money. I know some of you will go, no, he doesn't. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. So Trump now has a network. It's free for anybody who wants to watch. He now, if he wants, can purge. If he wants, he can go to Hannity and say, I want you here. Oh, you have two years left in your contract? We'll buy that contract out. He could tap new talent. He could tap radio talent that have never done the television thing. Hell, he can go to Limbaugh and go, Rush, you want to give it a shot again? Want to do it one more time? So now, you have a network. You have a built-in viewership. They're watching this network for free. And Hillary Clinton is the president. And everything that's coming out now from WikiLeaks, to the different lawsuits that are making records available to the AP or different media outlets, things continue to come out. These things continue to come out. And while these things continue to come out, You have a Trump network that is hammering these things. So instead of Obama having John McCain slither away back to the Senate and pretty much shut his mouth for four years and Mitt Romney slither away back to the magic underpants cattle shut his mouth. You're going to have a Donald Trump, a Donald Trump network. They're going to hammer Hillary Clinton every single day. And remind 68% of American people that don't approve of Hillary Clinton that they made a horrible, horrible mistake. Horrible mistake. And week after week, month after month, as we go down more into the Obamacare 
rabbit hole the Iraq Mosul ISIS rabbit hole Aleppo rabbit hole zone rabbit hole where Hillary Clinton is going to be forced to shoot down Russian airplanes because when you set up a no-fly zone you better be prepared to shoot planes down that are in that no-fly zone. And you better bet your life that if Hillary Clinton is the president, she's going to be challenged. If you think Obama was challenged, if you think Obama was pushed around, you ain't seen nothing. Talk about a red line. Talk about don't cross that line. The minute Hillary Clinton says, we have put up a no-fly zone, Russia's going to go, okay, let's see how Pantsuit does about this. They're going to fly right in there. And then the guys are going to go to Hillary and say, Madam, what do you want us to do? No fly zone means no fly zone. She's going to go, uh, shoot it down. And then they're going to shoot down a Russian fighter plane. And then Putin's going to say, oh, okay. All right. Now you want to get tough. Now you want to get... And we're basically going to have a proxy war like you've never seen. Because now any soldiers that we have feeding in Aleppo or Ozil or wherever, not only are we going to be fighting ISIS, but we will be fighting Russian soldiers. Now, I'm not promoting Russia. We still have the greatest military in the world, but I can tell you this. Russia is a little bit stronger than a bunch of cave-dwelling Muslims, right? Russian soldiers are a little tougher than a bunch of dirty, filthy, long-bearded Muslims. And if CNN and MSNBC and ABC, they got reports in the field, and they're covering it live, Trump Network will be covering it live. And this is going to go on. Month after month, year after year, until, guess what, 2020 rolls around, the Republican Party has already set up to freeze Trump out. There is no 
New Trump for Republican Party. So what happens? Donald Trump launches a third party candidacy. After four years of hammering Hillary Clinton and other Republicans in line as this happened year after year. We will now be in a position for the first time in our history that a third party candidate could actually win the presidency. Because remember, guys, Trump automatically start out, start out with about 20% to 30% of the vote. Hell, maybe 40%. What do we hear now? What do we hear now from the never-Trumpers and from Democrats? Trump cannot break 45%. He can break 50%. He is doing exactly what he did in the primaries. He's basically doing 39-4%, depending on what poll you look at. That is his base. That is his hardcore base. Now, think about that. If Trump runs as a third party four years from now, After having a network and blasting Hillary Clinton for three and a half years straight and everything that's going to happen under her watch, Supreme Court, the economy, name it. Everything that we're dealing with now is only going to get worse. Trump runs as a third party after three and a half years of a cable network hammering Hillary Clinton. He automatically starts out with 40%. He automatically retains. He automatically retains. His base. Hell, if you want to go low and pay 35%. Well, if he has 35%, you have a three-way base. You don't need that much more to win the presidency. You don't need that much more to win the presidency. Understand? 
I'll give you a little number just to put it in perspective for you. Okay? Just a little number. Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton won in 92 with 43%. George Bush, 37%. And Ross Perot got 19%. Just let that sink in. Let that sink in right now. If right now, Donald Trump has a core base of 35%, if he has a core base of 35%, hell, let's, let's even go lower. Okay. Let's go lower. Let's say his core base is 30%. If Trump's core base is 30%, and that's what he's going to start off with in 2020, and he has a network that's been Pumping, just beating the hell out of Hillary Clinton and whoever, and whoever that Republican anointed candidate is, all he needs to pick up is 14%. From Republicans and or Democrats or both, and he will in presidency, just like Bill Clinton did, with a forty-four percent. So was everybody's talking about the inevitable and what's going to happen? Trump loses, and the fact that the Republican Party will regroup and Trump will vanish off into the sunset, and Hillary Clinton somehow will get her 65, 66, 67% sets it up perfectly. Prospero had 19,743,000 votes. 19 million votes. Nineteen million votes. Just in the Republican primary, Donald Trump, 14 million, close to 14 million. This is what the Democrats got to look forward to and 
the Republicans, the never-Trumpers. Third party in 2020 taking his core base about 20 million people to 25 million. Hell, maybe 30 million. And then picking off Democrats and picking off Republicans. Because remember this. Okay, guys? Remember this. Whole lot of buyer remorse. Really wasn't a lot of buyer remorse for Obama. Because at the end of the day, you still voted for a black guy. You still got purged of all of your racial sins. You were still able to go. I know I said racist jokes before, and I've asked that, yeah, this is bad, and that's bad, but hey, I'm going to heaven, or at least I'm going somewhere where they won't, you know, bust my balls about laughing at racist jokes. But you see, the buyer remorse for Hillary Clinton isn't going to be, well, at least I'm not, I, I, a first woman... No. No. Absolutely not. Things continue to be bad. There's going to be a lot of people that go, oh, why didn't we vote for Trump? Why didn't we vote for Trump? Uh, Jesus. Oh, my God. This happened. Oh, yeah. And then... You're going to have a network that reminds people every single day that they effed up. And then 2019 rolls around, and it happens real quick. And Donald Trump decides, you know what? F the Democrats. Definitely F the Republicans. I'm running third party. All of you people that supported me, we're going to do it this time. Now we can fight the media. We have our own vessel as far as the network. And we will defeat the Democrat and the Republican. That's the scenario, ladies and gentlemen. I think it's as good as gold. I think you could take it to the bank. And that's why I'm Rob Zakari, and I'm pretty right a lot of the time. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back to finish everything up. Don't go away. Yeah. Call up the man with the plan When I'm on the run, when I'm on the run 
Yes, we are back. We are live. Well, we're live on Spreaker. We're not live on uh, Blog Talk anymore, but we are live on. Um, we're live on Spreaker. So if you go to Spreaker, you can listen to us live. I'm seeing a new Rasmussen poll that shows uh, Hillary Clinton uh, leading Donald Trump by four points. 46 to 42. It's a Rasmussen poll. And it's a margin of error of 3.5. So I guess you could say it's uh, in the margin of error. It was a survey of 826 likely voters. I don't know. I mean, I don't want to beat the dead horse on the um, Fugazi polls, but <sighs> new voters do not fit in any of these polls. New voters don't fit anywhere in these polls. You know, these polls are conducted with people that are registered. Voters. They're, they're voters that have been doing this. They're not people that get energized or, or have been energized by Trump's campaign. It, they're just not. And, and think about all of the people that don't make it into these 826 likely voter survey polls. You know, I've said this before. I'm 43. I've been voting since I was 18. I've never, ever been involved in a poll. Ever. Nobody's ever talked to me about a poll. 
My girlfriend, she's 27 now. She's been voting since she was 18. She started in Texas, and now uh, she out here in California, and she registered, you know, did the whole change of address, and she's voting in California now. She's never been involved. You know, I don't know. You know, we, we did a big thing on polls, and the story's actually up as we speak at the RobZaccariShow.com, RobZaccariShow.com. I'm not 100% sold on these polls, but I just wanted to pass this uh, information to you all because that's uh, one of the uh, top stories. It's one of the top stories. Also, um, Hillary Clinton is leading in Minnesota. The Star Tribune. of 625 registered voters in Minnesota. Now, I don't know if we ever planned to win Minnesota, but again, just wanted to throw the Minnesota Minnesota poll out there and the Nevada poll. What does it mean? Who knows? Another story. That uh, is fresh on the wire. ATF is covering up the um, political motivations behind the attack. That's the other big story here at uh, 9 o'clock on the West Coast, and it's midnight on the East Coast. Local Republicans uh, are claiming that the ATF agents uh, a message on an adjacent building that read Nazi Republicans leave town arrest. With reporters and other people free walking around with no regard for forensic investigators. So, this story is actually uh, making its way to local. North Carolina news stations. Now, um, I see my Republican friends. Does this surprise you? Does it surprise you that they would downplay? Because listen, we all know now. Now, what we've always known, but now there's more evidence than ever that. Whether it's the FBI, whether it's the ATF, whether it's the CIA. Everything's partisan. I mean, it's not like in the old days where you had his administration, whether it was Democrat or Republican, and they worked solely, and I mean solely, separate. Then the FBI, the CIA, Homeland Security, whoever did anymore. You be the president, your party wins, everything becomes partisan. FBI director is the FBI director 
because he's partisan. The CIA director, the CIA director, because he's partisan. Everybody's partisan. They used to be the attorney generals. Remember? You used to pick the attorney general, rather it was uh, Ashcroft or Emmy. And then uh, the state attorney generals would also be a partisan thing. When a new president came into office, the attorney general was gone, and so were attorney general. When I say state, I'm not talking about state like the state's attorney general, but uh, each state has a federal attorney general. They, they have an, an attorney general that answers to the federal or the, the attorney general of the United States of America. No, it's not silly. Each state and or jurisdiction had an attorney general. And ultimately, when a new president, a new administration came in, everybody resigned. Well, that was because it was a partisan deal. And trust me, if you know my history, I know all about attorney general. I know all about the partisan nature. Look up the name Mary Beth Buchanan out of the Western District of Pennsylvania. What happened in North Carolina was going to be publicized and people are going to be concerned about it. I mean, a political office. Of a major party was firebombed. That should have gotten more traction, but it didn't. And if it were Democrats, we'd still be hearing about this, and we'd still be hearing about the fact that it's Donald Trump's fault. The other big story uh, that's uh, hitting the wire tonight. So, so Rob Zakari Shelton, we're gonna. Dip out. I mean, it's it's nine twenty one. It's twelve twenty one on the West Coast. It's eleven twenty one tax time. We'll see you guys tomorrow. You are the best. Don't forget you follow us at the Show dot com. You can go there. You can go to our Twitter. You can go to YouTube. You can go all over the place. Facebook. Go there. Look us up. Um. Read our stories and all that good stuff. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Uh, it's Rob Scare, Rob Scare. Two.